We've got some fresh hey, new young I'm talent. Hey, I'm Luis. I'm Luis. And you're listening to the before. Content is Profit podcast. Listen. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go there right now. And today, awesome guest, awesome topic. How to grow 157% by investing three hours per Ooh, week. Baby, fire, fire, it, fire topic. I know. This is going to be very, very so exciting. So good. So good. But before, let's switch roles here. Do we have a sponsor today? I don't know. You tell me, Fonzie. <laughs> do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we yes. do. And today's sponsor is your own The Biz Bros with oh, Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, mm. if you create long-form content just like the one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value-packed bite-sized assets so then you can send it into social media like little minions so they can get clients for you then we want to help you out just slide in the dms you know as smooth as you can at biz bros co on instagram Head on first. facebook Head first, and guys. we are Let's ready go. thank you Fonzie. and with that please Go ahead and subscribe to the Contents Profit Podcast so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's, That's right. right, guys. Three times a week, we're going to be next to you. And don't forget <laughs> to follow us on social media, at VizBrosGo. I that got it. I got right. it. Good job. Good job. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. All right. Fun fact. Did you know an F-16 jet can reach speeds up to... 1300 miles per hour What? I know we didn't become a science podcast all of a sudden But more this jet thing in just a second Today's guest we met through the one and only Pabro Let's go So you could say we're all family Is he your fourth bro? Maybe, maybe Maybe Who knows? Who knows? That's right we develop a great friendship with today's guest and we want to share the love with the audience, of course. Not only that, we want to share how he helps companies grow by making them the premier stage of their industry by only investing three hours per week. Insane. Just like the F-16 jets. Insane. So you want to know why we keep bringing up the F-16 jet? Well, today's guest used to be an F-16 pilot for the Israeli Air Force. What? In the famous words of Italian philosopher and YouTuber, David 504. Epico. Epico. <laughs> Bro, that's blue. That's not red. Why do you say it? It's my thing. Not only that, he has been in leadership position in three startups, one which went by Public and the other one that grew to over a hundred million dollars. Oh Let's yeah, I, I, I think I got the wrong button <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, you did. But you it's did. okay. This is going to be so exciting. We should have brought our Halloween Top co Top Gun costumes. Just throwing Ooh. that out there. Either way, please welcome wonderful husband and father, host of the E Tribe podcast, and the Israeli Maverick, Isaac and, and I must add, Arsenal fan, let's go. Woo! I, uh, no, I, I'm, I don't know how I feel about this, guys. I mean, why? You should have brought, like, like I, I know, Isar, I know you brought the Barcelona jersey for the second half of the interview. I mean, yes? Sure. Okay, thank yeah. you. Isar, <laughs> is, is, is first, welcome. 
second, yes. my brother's just a little sore. You know I that, am, that you are an Arsenal fan. And you're actually the first guest <laughs> in the Content is Profit show that comes with a soccer jersey. And it's Ooh, an Arsenal oh God. one. So you just made history. Known. I mean, it's a, it's a thing, right? It's a thing. It is <laughs> it, a thing. It is becoming a thing. And I remember, you know, first we were yeah. like so nervous to actually put a soccer jersey <laughs> on. Like how... Stupid that is, right? Like the, to put a soccer we, we, jersey. We were on. afraid. We were, we were afraid. Very afraid. Like what? What's gonna be? People gonna think? We don't care what people think because like the message <laughs> is the filter. And by the way, like we have you on the show. Is our welcome here? Why don't you share a little bit with like with the audience? Because you know we've been kind of communicating in the last few weeks here and there. We saw you in person like two uh, about a week ago. We were yep. able to share some time together, and it was wonderful. And what you guys have to offer to the world is is amazing. So. I am very curious to get to know you a little bit better and find out a little bit more about your backstory. Same, same. But before we start, Isra, I actually have a question. And this one is, you know, I, I really want Pablo to hopefully listen to this one too. <laughs> but if you are the maverick, is he Goose? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the deal yeah. right there? Yeah, is it like Goose that? dies though. I don't know if that's... <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't want Pablo to die. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I'm not sure that's where I want to go. Put it out there. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't refer to that part. <laughs> Do you want to know why he didn't know that? Because he hasn't seen the movie. He's like, he oh hasn't seen God. the movie. <laughs> I, I, I've seen. Okay, we're done. Sorry. <laughs> I, I googled it up. I'm guilty. Right, yeah. Isar, we, we want to know all about you. So you know who who who's Isar? You know, like how did you become an F16 pilot, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're working with startups <laughs> that are making 100 million. Wow. First of all, thanks guys. This is awesome. Like, I'm so excited to be here. Like you guys are always so much fun. And you know, other than Luis has his crying baby with us, which is fun, but less fun. But other than that, it was, it's really it's awesome. It's all good. Uh, it's all but good. so, wow. About me. So I, I, you know, in Israel, first of all, everybody joins the military, right? You don't have a choice. It's, mm. it's mandatory. Mm. So, and the air force kind of gets first pick. So I was more pulled into the air force than wow. anything, even though I really wanted to, I was, I was the teenager that flew, you know, little remote control airplanes and mm -hmm. built, you know, the plastic ones that were hanging from my ceiling. So I, I was definitely into the thing, but yeah, uh, yeah. the Air Force kind of picks you and then you go through all these steps of uh, training. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was really, really, really fun being uh, an Air Force uh, fighter pilot and, and then an Air Force instructor in the Air Force Academy. Mm. So this was really incredible. Like you, you learn so much it's things today that i know how to appreciate a lot more that i'm yeah. in in the entrepreneurship world and 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 being able to kind of reflect on what i learned back then but back then it's just you're just trying to be better than your squadron buddies and better than the other squadrons in the air force and yeah yeah and your enemies and whatever the case may be so it's uh Ooh. it's it's more your competitive side that that feeds off of it yeah um uh, but yeah when i left the air force i joined a small israeli startup that did uh, training and simulation mm. and with a bunch of other guys from the Air Force. And that startup, we got our first big contract in the US and four of us moved here. Wow. So it was the CEO of the company, the CTO of the company, the guy in charge of training, creating training content, and myself in charge of sales, marketing, business development. <laughs> you know, it's a small startup, so you wear <laughs> yeah. multiple hats. So many hats. Like anything that brought money in was, <laughs> was on my <laughs> yeah. back. Um, uh, and that's it. And I came here for a two year relocation and I've been here since that was wow. 2004. So I guess Let two years haven't ended yet. Can we, <laughs> can we clarify legally? Correct. 
Yeah. Cuz I, I like yes. I'm from yes. Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Venezuela and then yeah, I make that ask. joke. You gotta ask. I and I make that joke uh, and people are like, "Huh? Like are you here like good?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm married to an American woman. Like we love each other. We have a child, guys." I mean, the, the reason we have a child is because like people ha like continue to ask. We're like, "Let let's make it legit. We have a kid." <laughs> No, not really, not at really. Least, <laughs> at least he'll be American, right? <laughs> at least he'll be American. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, that's yeah. awesome. And for those that don't know, and I had no idea of this, another yeah, fun yeah. fact is Israel is like the country, like the most technological country or Tel Aviv is like the capital the capital of technology, something like that. What was it, is there? Yeah, so Israel has more startups per capita, so per the number of people than any other place on the planet by a wow. very 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 big spread yeah that's insane uh, so so here here's a question on that on that world right because i think it's fascinating like a few weeks ago we had also from israel we had we, we have a few guests actually i think you're like the second or third one from from this amazing country that now we're like dying to go visit yeah uh because we, we hear it's beautiful Uh, why do you think that is like, why, why so many startups, why so many people trying to dive into this amazing world of, of entrepreneurship? Like, are, are you guys, do you guys feel like that's a cultural thing wanting to solve problems for, for others? And, or, you know, because everybody goes through the military, the mindset, it's, it's an important factor there. Because we've talked about this, you know, military and athletes, right? Especially in this world, like tend to be very disciplined in, in, in what we do. So is that a factor? Like, why do you think? these uh, entrepreneurial spirit in, in, in your country? Uh, I think it's a combination of different things. You touched on a few, you know, so definitely the military service, you know, you, you pulled away from your home at mm. the age of 18. Wow. You gotta become independent. You don't have a choice, right? You, yeah. you not sleep. Mommy can't make the bed for you and make you sandwiches in the morning because she's not around. Yeah. And it's usually a very stressful environment. Like we see actual combat, like every single generation at very young age so you gotta learn how to deal with stress and you gotta learn how to be independent and you gotta learn how to deal with different situations which reflect very well to the world of entrepreneurship obviously the other thing i think israelis in general and i'm saying that i can say that because i am one we're smart asses we always <laughs> think we know better like if you put two israelis in a room you'll have four opinions on what the right thing to do is <laughs> And you're like, how does that? But, but really, this yeah. is what happens. So if you put these two together of like a very independent, uh, driven, knowing how to deal with, uh, with uncertainty, don't, knowing how to deal with stress, together with, I know how to do this better than anyone else, Yeah, you, you got yourself a business. Now, combine that with really several decades of really successful startups that became huge. And now you got that halo effect of like, Oh my God, everybody who's starting a business is making millions, which is obviously as far as possible from the truth. Most of people start businesses, end up losing millions, but that's a whole yeah. different story. <laughs> Or not millions, but end up losing money. But, uh, so, but combine that halo effect together with I'm independent, I know what I'm doing, I can fight anything because I'm 21 and I don't know any better. Yeah. And I think I know how to solve every problem better than anybody else. Then, then you get you get a lot of people starting companies. Oh, that's so awesome, man. I like, I, I can't wait. Like, we have to visit for sure. Yeah, like, no, that, that definitely... Let's do a bro's trip. Like let's a bro's trip to the Holy Land. That would be I, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be incredible. So yeah. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, I remember sure. when, when I read that stat, I was like, what? Like, this is actually very interesting. And I read that after, you know, 
having that conversation with the other two Israeli people that my brother just mentioned. And I was like, wow, like that's very, very interesting. So thank you so much for sharing that, Isar. So I'm curious, when did the transition for you happen to what you're doing now, right? The E-Tribe and, and be the stage? Because that, that seems a little bit different from the technological startup world. Yeah. So what happened was, so after... After I moved here to the U.S., I managed in 2007 to lose everything, like literally everything. I lost every cent I had. I was mm -hmm. left with like $7,000 in the bank because I made a real estate investment in the worst time in history. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad this is not a real estate investment show because this <laughs> one uh, But uh, I then did an executive MBA, left my job. And started my own startup. So going back to yeah. what do Israelis do in times of crisis? You start a company, <laughs> and that was another tech company doing more of uh, uh, affiliate marketing. Not exactly, but to save us time, that's what it was. Yeah. And but my main investor in that company brought me over to his company, and he was the founder and the CEO of the largest wholesale travel company in the United States, the wow. third largest in the world. And he basically said, I really like you. I like you as a person. I like what you do. Come in parallel to the startup. I want you to kind of start an e-commerce B2C business for yeah. our wholesale company. And so awesome. for a while, I, I did both. I was running the startup and I was running the, the thing within his company. Yeah. And, and that was the first nail in the coffin of the startup because I was focusing more and more and more on, on the other thing and, and less and less on the startup. Yeah. But But the business within the travel company grew year over year over year over year, and it hit $100 million in sale, uh, in sales, which is really funny because people are like, oh my God, you did $100 million. But the truth is, first of all, I had the support of a company that was of much, course. much, much bigger. And second, in that company, there were all, I was always 10% of the company. So yeah. when, when we sold, I did $100 million. The company did a billion. So every discussion that I had, I was an executive in charge of e-commerce, said in the executive meetings that every time I was like, yeah, we're not interested in what you have to say. Like, how much did you make this year? $60 million. Yeah, whatever. Pocket Just, change. Are you profitable? Yes, fine. Don't bother us with what you do. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah. So I was always the guy that was making too much noise for the size of profit that he was bringing into the, into the company. Interesting. Uh, wow. But then that company sold, and it was a very interesting process Uh, it's a big private equity company that came and bought our company and our yeah. two largest competitors from overseas. So one from the UK and one from Spain to create the largest by far wholesale travel company in the world. Um, and, and then, you know, you go through this merger from hell where you have very, very different cultures and very different people and very different personalities and processes. And, and there's kind of like three of everything and everybody's yeah. fighting who's going to lose his job and who's going to... Uh, sounds fun. And I, yeah, <laughs> well... Sounds fun. Well, well, to be fair, I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned yeah, absolutely, a lot. But absolutely. it definitely wasn't for me. Like even, even mm. in, in the company I was before, it's a big company, right? It's a yeah. billion dollar company, offices in 40 countries. But it was very entrepreneurial in spirit. Like each yeah. and every one of the exact executives kind of had his own team and was running like its own little company. Beautiful. And for me, it was definitely like that because most of the company was doing something very, very different. Yeah. And now it came to from me and a bunch of guys that were like an amazing team. I had an amazing, amazing group of people with me in last minute travel and that we could do this. And, and 
decide what we want to do next week and make it happen yeah. to six months you can't do anything because there's too many freaking organizations and pieces and departments yeah. that you have to coordinate with and i'm like okay i i can't stand this and i left yeah and and when i left i ended up uh, not knowing what to do i'm like okay i'm just gonna take my time for a while and chill yeah but i I guess I don't know how to do that. So very quickly, <laughs> I started investing in a few companies and helping a few other companies. And I really enjoy training people and helping people, nurturing businesses and so on. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll write a blog about entrepreneurship, but I couldn't get myself to write. And that's how I started the E-Tribe podcast. Mm. And it really started as a hobby. And then in March of this year, Remember back in the day when there were actual live conferences that you can go to and meet people and <laughs> hug them and, and have yeah, fun and, yeah. and do karaoke and stuff? I, I, I don't know if I remember anymore. You know? Yeah, so in March <laughs> of this year, which is insane, yeah. uh, I went to PodFest and that's when I, when I ran into Pablo. And we had a blast and the whole show like gave me, like the whole conference gave me a lot of confidence that I'm yeah. like, maybe there's more than just fun yeah. to this whole podcasting thing. Uh, which, by the way, my dad still doesn't get. Sorry, dad. I know you listen to this, but <laughs> that's funny. That that's incredible. So there's there's a few points there because I mean, obviously, through your entire career, you've gone through some challenges, right? And sometimes when we started this entrepreneurship journey, um, I remember like we tend to avoid that conflict, right? Like, and and we we've learned that you know through it, right? And I think like us, like individually, we're like more prone to it because. We grew up playing soccer and that was the objective and you know the the, the same relationship right like military and, and athletes right you you are encouraged to make these mistakes and go through them uh but in general like with the community that we've been chatting like that seems to be an issue with people that have not experienced something like that right and then you go into this entrepreneurship world or you know company and then this massive merger which can be a challenge i remember like uh one of my very first jobs out of out of college i was coordinating a, a ropes course and we had two groups coming in. It was Clorox and some other local company that they purchased. And it was a merger, right? And they brought them in the in this like high course, like like ropes course kind of challenge where you're like hanging 50 feet off the ground with this harness, right? And they put them up there. And we have, I had like seven like college students guiding them through this challenge. And they mix them up because they wanted to solve these issues, right? And, and they're like, wow, these guys are like grownups and trying to like communicate in a different way outside of the office to make sure this happens. So, and this was a group of maybe 40 people. So I can't even imagine the challenge that you had to go through with the, the big company, like you and your, and, and your colleagues, right? So that says a lot about you. And then you, you quickly identified, hey, there's a new opportunity I want to follow. I'm okay with this. Let me, you know, pivot and change lanes and, and, and make this happen. So that's super important. Those, those those are good qualities that that we've seen over and over with with the guests that we've been bringing. So I'm very very excited to uh, to see what 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 else you guys are cooking, right? Um, and then on starting the podcast, right? Like you said, I I could not you know bring myself to write. Yeah. Neither do I. And we tried this blog thing for like three years with uh, something called Mass Life, which, by the way, is coming at some point in a, in a podcast forum as well, like second show. But I identify. So, and then at the end, you said there's so much more than just like fun, 
right? Like, and and I think that's that's where like this new adventure starts. So I just wanted to do a quick recap for for those listening because I I identify with your story. There's some elements in there that we've seen here and there, and I and I absolutely love it. I don't know if you have a, a question. Yeah, good. Was uh, that good, Fonzie? That, that, that was pretty good oh, recap. That, that was pretty yes! good recap. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm nailed it. I'm I'm curious, Caesar. <laughs> you know, because usually when you come from these bigger companies. I feel especially, you know, a few years back, content maybe wasn't that prominent or it wasn't a priority, right, in, in those companies. So I'm, I'm curious to understand where your, uh, you know, your tendency, I guess, to now, oh, let me start writing. Okay, it's not this. Let me start podcasting. Where did that come from? You know, was it organically for you? Did you start, you know, coming, seeing people around using content and started maybe seeing a trend? Because... I know, and we're going to dive into this later on, on about be the stage, right? We're going to start talking about that. And that has to do a lot with content. So I'm curious, when did that, you know, the content bug got to you? So great question. Uh, I think it was a, a very long process, actually, for me. So I love to learn. I love to learn. So I read a lot of books yeah. and I listen to a lot of podcasts and I do a lot of research and what do you, you usually read different blogs, right? That's what you yeah. end up reading. So I, I did that forever. It's not something that happened now, but now because I, I left the company, it was the first time in my life I really had a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So I, I learned even more and I could invest even more in just learning. So I went from listening to two podcasts a week to listen to three podcasts a day. Wow. I went from reading, you know, three or four articles a week to reading five or six articles a day on topics that I was interested in. Yeah. And, and the whole, by the way, the whole podcast really started by me just enjoying doing this. I yeah. just enjoy talking to interesting people. It's really phenomenal. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I said that on, on somebody else's podcast that if, if I find somebody that I find interesting on LinkedIn, let's say, or Facebook, and I'll send them a private message that Hey, you look interesting. I want to talk to you social services may show up and take away my kids. Uh, but if I send them the same exact person, a message saying, hey, I've got a podcast. I want to interview you. They all say yes. Absolutely. Every single one. And obviously I didn't know that, right? I Really my epiphany moment that led me to Pablo, that led me to be the stage, which is a great segue for our conversation, was I started, I recorded my first interview in July of last year. Wow. I did absolutely nothing with it until January of this year because <laughs> I kind of knew, again, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should do this. I told you I was trying to write a blog. By the way, I have a blog. It's very successful. <laughs> I love it. The content there is phenomenal. And I, but the way I write it is I write it kind of like as uh, I get the, the ideas and the base for every article from an interview. Yeah. And yeah. then I go and reverse engineer it into an actual SEO proper process article, yeah. uh, which I'm like, oh, I don't have to invent what I write about. I actually have some guru to tell me, <laughs> give me ideas and, yeah. and, and notes on what to write about. So that's how I write yeah. my blog. But it's beautiful. When I, when I recorded that first episode, I, I flew to Israel and I have a lot of startup friends in Israel. I'm like, oh, this would be awesome. So I went online to Amazon and I bought a lapel mic a split lapel mic for $30. So you can imagine what was the quality of that microphone. Uh, Love it. And I plugged it into my old DSLR camera, which is okay. Yeah. And that's how I recorded the interview. And the sound quality is horrific, but it was, <laughs> it was really cool. And I've done like three yeah. or four of those in Israel with people that I know. Yeah. And then I just sat on it for a very, very long. But 
as I kind of did more and more research and kind of like I grew into like, I, I can do this. And if anything, I'll have fun doing this, right? Yes. And I, I was lucky enough, really, I was blessed that out of that transaction that the company got sold, I had enough money, enough runway to figure stuff out. I wasn't stressed to make money. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, I'll, let's see what happens. Like start a podcast and, and, and see what happens. Yeah. And what happened was, and now I'm kind of going to that epiphany moment is one of the people that I found, and I just research people literally by keywords and stuff, has an incredible life story. He's an incredible entrepreneur. Mm. And he was on the stage at TED, the TED, the one you get invited for. He yeah. gets paid, you know, $20,000 or up to be on stages. Wow. And I sent him a message on LinkedIn and said, hey, will you come and be a guest on my show? And he said, yes. Absolutely. And I'm like, what awesome. the fuck just ha- Can I say fuck on the show? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I mean, sorry. you just said this is live. I just <laughs> did, right? You can't, so you can't edit this. Sorry. Uh, we can, but like, that, that's we, part of we the can, magic. We can, but we don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, what the hell just happened? I'll make it PG-13. I told you. What the hell just happened? Why, why did he say yes? Now, it's not openly that he says yes, and you know that because you have a show and you're running a show. People ask me, oh, they just come? Like, nobody, like, how many, listen, like, how many listeners do you have? I'm like, I've done probably 80. Like, live, there's probably like 50, but I've recorded probably about 80 shows. Not a single person asked me how many people are actually listening. Yep. Can we can we repeat that again? Is our yes? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Wait, wait a second. Let's. I'm even yeah. gonna stop the music. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. You the got, stage is you yours. Got, you got the stage. Can we repeat that again, please? Yes. I've recorded more than 80 episodes with very interesting high-end people, and not a single person asked me how many people listen. That's right. Thank Good you. Moment right there. Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that's yeah, a, a, yeah. A, a false perception that people have is like, oh, no, you know, they're going to ask mm. me. I cannot reach out to these people because they're asking me, you know, how many listens I have. And yes, there are people out there that they ask those questions. But I would say it's a very small minority that, that yeah. does it. Right? I mean, we're, we're going to put it on, on our side, too. You know, just like you, very, very impressive amount of episodes, right? Like, and for us, I think welcome, I think you're episode one of eight, which we're very proud of. I think one person, one person out of the, those 100 uh, guests have asked about the the traffic or the metrics. Like, yeah. nobody cares. Like, you have, you have this amazing opportunity to be on stage, right? It's a digital stage but sharing these amazing conversations for an hour, right? Like, uh, I mean, you, for example, I, I think like without, without Pablo or without this platform, it would have been very challenging for us to have this conversation with you, for example, right? Sure. Like two kids with the backwards hats, like a Power Ranger helmet, like in the corner. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people might be like, you know, who are the, you know who the hell are these kids, right? Or people like Todd Brown, for example. Todd Brown charges like between thirty grand to fifty thousand dollars an hour just to have a conversation with him, and we we had the pleasure to have him on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, and like him, many many others. So this is a great opportunity. So Isar, why is this such a great opportunity today? And uh, and 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 what's be the stage? Wait, wait, wait but we, he didn't finish the, the story. I'm too. just going to leave it we, as, a, as a hook we, here. We got, we got so excited that we interrupted know, you. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> My bad. No, no, this is, this is great. And, and again, it's all <laughs> phenomenal insights, right? So yeah. that was my aha moment. And it happened 
right around PodFest, which kind of gave me a few more tools because, again, I was completely clueless. Funny story, and you guys like funny stories, so I'll tell the funny story. Always. I go into PodFest, and <laughs> there's, there is like, you've been there, right? You've been there as well. Yeah, we were yeah, there. We were at the same yeah, PodFest yeah, yeah. that you were there. We, 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 we missed met, you by like maybe like two minutes. So, uh, maybe we like even, you know, walked cross paths, yeah, paths yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, who e knows? Exchange some potential uh, COVID. <laughs> yeah, <germs>. and, then <laughs> you, and, and then you saw the two kids with the backwards hats and you're like, who are the kids? Like, who the hell are these yeah, kids? Well, <laughs> of course. So there's a guy and he works for, now he works. He's been podcasting for like forever and, and, and he works for one of the big, um uh, for one of the big podcasting host companies and he has a show where he reviews other shows mm -hmm. being an f-16 pilot i'm like it's all about debriefing it's literally all about debriefing that's how you make progress in life so i come to him it's like i would love you to review my show and he's like are you sure because i'm pretty harsh i'm like that's what i need i want, I want somebody to tell me what I'm not doing right. I, I don't have a clue. Like, what the hell do I know? I've been listening to podcasts, but I yeah. don't have a clue. It's like, okay, I'll do it. And I totally forgot about it. And like two months later, I get an email. Oh, I've done the review. Here's the link. Go and listen to the thing. And he butchered me. <laughs> now, so far, so good. Okay, so he butchered me. That's fine. It's great yeah. lessons learned now. I know what not to do, right? The problem is about 6,000 people a week listen to his show Ooh. and about two listen to mine <laughs> Wow! and so now anybody that was searching the e-tribe podcast got to his review <laughs> not to my show yeah. they're like no why the hell did i do this <laughs> uh, it took me probably like three or four months before i actually passed him in the ranking everywhere so now they find me instead of him <laughs> wow incredible uh, so anyways i i i had that epiphany i'm like wait a minute i can get to anyone like yeah. from a business perspective this is so profound right i can send a message to anybody on the planet and because i have a platform or to use my new terminology because i have a stage people want to talk with me yeah and then i'm like okay what do i do with this and i started researching if other people found that out, right? I'm like, I'm not the only person in the, on the planet that figured out that the fact that, that I have a show and that I have access to people can be turned into a business benefit. Yeah. And, I, and I researched and I found a few people that actually figured out how to turn that concept into a business. One of them is Pablo. <laughs> and, and actually, Pablo and I hooked back in, in, in PodFest and we did karaoke yeah. together and we had a lot of fun <laughs> together. So when we started talking, we're like, we already knew we kind of enjoy each other's company and we kind of have the same wavelength in our very slow brains. <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of clicked and, and the rest yeah. is history, right? By the way, so you, guys, this is you guys don't have slow brains. So you guys are running a thousand miles per hour, doing amazing things for, for your shows, for your platforms, for your companies, for your partners, right? Like we, mm -hmm. we're somehow related with you guys as well because we, we do business together. So yes, you guys are not slow by any means. Nothing. I know that you're trying to play humble, but you guys are are killing it. So I just want to put out there for for the audience, so so they know. <laughs> okay. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. I stand corrected. Absolutely. <laughs> corrected. Feedback. So, it's all about the debrief. <laughs> about the debrief. Perfect. Yeah. It's all about the debrief. You're right. So, uh, so, so what's be the stage? 
So the idea is very, very simple. And again, it just leverages what I just said, but then builds the whole ecosystem around it. Yeah. So the number one thing is having your own stage. So what we do, we build digital stages for other companies, their brand, their stage. So a live show, just like we're doing this, right? So we're doing this on StreamYard or you do it on Zoom and then you push it out. It doesn't really matter, right? It's a live show. And the reason we do this as a live show is because then people can ask questions so you can get a lot more interactions from, from other people. But we'll get to that in the end, kind of as we close the loop. So we have a live show. In the live show, somebody from our company, from Be The Stage, Pablo, myself, or a professional host is like the professional MC, the, you know, the hype man of the show. But yeah. then somebody from our client organization is the face of the actual show. He becomes the face of the company. And we host every week different kinds of people mm -hmm. on our client's stage. So what kind of people do we host? We host, number one, authority figures from their industry, right? So different experts with no names for two main reasons. Reason number one, it builds the authority of the stage, right? If I tell you, hey, come do my podcast, and you're a really big known somebody, you may actually question that. But if I tell you, hey, come do my podcast, by the way, last week I interviewed Elon Musk, mm -hmm. that's it. No more questions, that's right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I didn't, by the way, but he's on the list. So if somebody <laughs> has a hook, like I'm interested. Yeah, let, let us know too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that is a key example of leverage right there, right? And marketing yeah, is yeah, all yeah, about yeah. leverage. And You know, we can't even tell you how many times we've used that where we want to bring someone and we're like, we start dropping names, right? And it, it is a tool at the end of the day that you have to bring these other people and showcase them. So, sorry, sorry. Continue, continue. No, no, perfect. Uh, so, so we, we bring authority figures, A, to elevate the stage, but B, because as you know, you can get to ask them questions for free and otherwise yeah. they would charge you two to $20,000 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. you probably won't pay. So it's it's fantastic. So it gives you access yeah. and it builds the leverage and it builds relationships that opens a lot of doors in the future. The second thing that we do is we bring success stories. So happy clients, customers, partners of, of the company uh, to tell the story because that builds trust, right? Yep. They're not just telling stories. There's actual real clients really enjoying, benefiting, growing, Yeah, saving, becoming more healthy, you know, depending what the case is with our client uh, because of the services or the products that our client provides. And then the third thing is we invite potential clients and partners that otherwise will never, our client will never have the opportunity to have an hour one-on-one -on -one at a C-suite level with those companies. Yeah. Definitely not on weekly basis. Yeah. So what we've really created, if you think about days before COVID, is we have a keynote speaker opportunity to our client on a show in front of their industry with their dream client every single week. Yep. Yep. That's mind-blowing. Mind yes. Like to do this. Back in the day, again, when you had to do this, I had to be in a conference, I had to have a booth, <laughs> I had to sponsor the show to be a keynote speaker. This is like $35,000, what I just said. Yep, absolutely. Mm. And, and the time it consumes to, to orchestrate all that, you can do this twice a year, maybe. Mm -hmm. Now you do this weekly, 
And all we require from that person, from that C-suite level person, is like two to three hours a week. Yeah. Because we do one prep session before each call to kind of prep who's the guest, what we want to ask him, what's the direction, how do we make it interesting for the yeah. crowd and him and the, and the guest, and one hour to do the show. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. I, I, now I love it oh sorry go ahead no no no, no, no. it's your show I mean I'm, I'm uh, I, no, no we're like t- t- <laughs> tell us all the secrets yeah, yeah we so, want to know more <laughs> so so here's how this is so wonderful right like because I, I feel like uh, on the online community this might be a topic that you know some people might be talking about and it's very powerful right and and a lot of people understand how to share audiences and you know if my dream client this other person has also the dream client how can we have a mutual beneficial conversation and you know how can we partner up and and he he feel i feel like it happens very organically right but as we transition this is a very very powerful medium that allows a lot of people to have their own voice to communicate to the right audience right and now uh, how can we bring this solution right to co- these massive companies? Not only for the audience aspect of it, because yes, like it, it can help, but on the back end, what are those conversations that are happening on the back end? So you can do something different, like you know, uh, you, you know, obviously about JWB ja- Jacksonville Worth Builders and and the and the program that that Pablo started with them, and it's it's amazing. It's like it's what you guys do, and just to have the major of the city in that conversation, what could happen that could you know, bring a, a massive shift in that company, right? Or the president of, of the Chamber of Commerce or, you know, talking the other day with uh, Chuck Petit, the opportunity to create this show around the companies that uh, Republic is, you know, helping finance with, with the crowdfunding equity. Um, so it's it's amazing. Like, and the possibilities are endless on on why this platform is so, so powerful, right? Like, and just the, the, techno- the technology is allowing us to efficiently create this stage every single week yeah i i love it you know I, yesterday i was actually having a conversation with a a friend from back home that he graduated from berkeley he's a musician and he's trying to you know get his name out there and we started talking and he's like you know i'm trying to do xyz he'll sell me all his plans and i was like look like those are, those are great plans I, I think they're good but look at the resources and everything you need to do all the effort that you need to put in front to you know take this and like skyrocket it to the moon right and then i told him like i'm just gonna share what we've been doing with like pablo right with you and and you guys because now it's be the stage right so i'm like let me share with you that and i told him about this podcast you know start building relationships with influential people that by doing that now people are going to perceive you as the authority in the industry as well his mind was blown he's like Dude, like he, he kept texting me for like two hours after the call. And he's like, dude, I can't stop thinking of ideas. This was so <laughs> enlightening. And I was like, and, you know, it's because most people think podcasting is only to either profit from sponsorships, right? Like, let me do it the long way, which is let me start a show, wait for people to find me or promote it out there and then try to build an audience and then eventually mm-hmm. get a sponsorship or build your audience right which takes time again and sell something to that audience like those are usually the two types of like monetization skills that you see it like people searching with podcasts but this is a whole different level because there's so many wins around the strategy that you're talking about right and and i wrote two specifically here which are relationships again with those people that have a very high authority and the other one is like you're you're doing literally frictionless touch points 
with some of the most influential people in your industry. Because now you have them before the show, you're prepping them. During the show, you're talking one hour with them, building rapport. After the show, you're communicating with them, letting them when the show drops. I mean, you're, you know the saying, it takes between seven and 12 touch points to make a sale. Well, in this process, you already got all those touch points and more, <laughs> and you build an amazing relationship that is going to be long-term beneficial for both parties. And guess what? It didn't feel salesy or anything. I mean, it, it, you might not even want to sell anything to that person, but that relationship, it's is profit in itself, right? And that's what we, we call in, in terms content is profit and profit is not necessarily just the, the money, right? For us, the relationships are even more important that, than just the monetary side of things, right? So I, I, I love this topic. Keep going, Isar, keep going. No, I, I want to <laughs> press the button that goes, eh, 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 but I... I <laughs> <laughs> I, I need those where do you get those buttons uh, Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about to, <laughs> tools and secrets after the show <laughs> uh, so where was that okay so we have the show and the show really gives us authority mm -hmm. for the company as the brand in the industry yeah but also it gives us access right to people that otherwise they wouldn't have access to so that's kind of the summary yeah. of the stage The second thing that happens that we provide, and you guys know this very well because you provide that service to us, is we take that content that was a live show and we repurpose it to any channel on the planet. So it becomes a blog, it becomes a podcast, it becomes a YouTube channel, it becomes 50,000 small snippets for different social media in the right formats. Yeah. And what that does, and, and I'll touch on, on a subset of this in a minute to kind of complement what you said, Fonzie. But what that does is now people see you everywhere. And they just see you. They see you with those experts mm -hmm. everywhere all the time. So again, it helps build that authority. It helps keep you top of mind of anybody in the industry because you're showing up four times a day, any channel they open. Yeah. And... The biggest trick in the book here, and it's really we do this more as a service, but we really benefit from it as well, is that we highlight the guests. We make sure to pull out segments, yeah. short segments, that shows something very interesting, very important, very critical, a great tip, a great depth of the guest. Mm -hmm. And we send it to them so they can push it on social media. Yep. Now we give them the benefit of enjoying the platform, the thing they participated in, and they share it. So now their audience, which by definition has to do something with the industry of our client, right? Because otherwise we wouldn't invite them, yeah. gets to see this and they're like, oh, what is this? Now, so this is the second step is really repurposing all that content across many, many different channels. And the third component is building a community. Yeah. So we build a community in Facebook of all the people that touch this from any angle and any point, people who's been on the show, people ask questions to the show, people clicked on the thing, people, anybody yep. who wants to communicate with that company now joins that Facebook group. Yep. And the beauty of this, it creates this snowball effect that doesn't stop growing because now the people from the group yeah. know every time there's a show, they know who's going to be the guest. They're like, oh my God. And we obviously get to tell them who it is. So they're like, I, I get to listen to this guy for free. But now I'm going back. I told you I'll go back to this. That's why it's live. Because you're Joe, me, Joe Schmo, <laughs> get to ask one, one of the biggest names in the industry I care about questions yeah. directly. 
every week. When was the last time? Let's let's take JWB again because you used that example. When was the last time? When do you know anywhere on the planet where you can jump on a Facebook call and ask a C-suite person from a $350 million company questions every week. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. So we provide that value to the community and we do the same thing. So let's say now me, Isar, I'm a, I'm a guest and I want to ask a question and they bring me live and now you see me in the two screens like those of you who are watching this versus listening to this or you've been on any Zoom calls which you have on a million in the last two days. <laughs> two people, one next to the other, we make sure that's what you see. You see the person that is just somebody from our community or not our, right? It's our client's community. Yeah. Together with one of the biggest authority in the industry and they have a conversation for two minutes. And that gets posted and tagged to that person from that community. Yeah. Now he's a fan for life. He's going to share this anywhere he can because it's him and whoever that authority figure is, right? So this becomes the snowball of continuous creation of value. And it's really value because it's it's real questions of real people, of real partnerships, of real business uh, with real experts. It's not, you know, two people just chit-chatting on random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I love this because, you know, we've seen the evolution of that community aspect that you say. And, you know, we, we bring the, the community um, along the ride like with content, like it's in the middle of everything. And we've seen it, you know, where we had where we saw five people in that call. You know, right now they're having 50, 60 people tuning in every single week. And uh, and, you know, that translates not only on on that snowball effect that you mentioned, but also on revenue and profit for the company because you know they like which is why these companies are doing this thing right like they're providing this amazing value to their audience they're provide they're answering the questions that the audience has directly to them like the audience doesn't have to go through a help desk ticket they can just go to the CMO of the company and, and ask these questions right and then this like massive ball of content just like goes out to the to the world to you know, help more people with those questions, right? And in, and if we don't ask them through the content, then we can invite them into, into the community and be a part of it. And then this like this whole thing like revolves. And it, and we've seen the progress. It's like it's just amazing, mind blowing. Like just us by by going through this effect. Like immediately, I'm like, huh. Oh, we need to go. We need to go buy rental properties, right? Somebody that <laughs> never ever thought about buying a rental property, and this that's the effect, right? That that can happen because yeah. you see the benefits name it rental property name it technology name it phones name it like content like whatever the product is right that the, mm-hmm. the message is going to be the filter but at the same time you have the opportunity to interact with yeah. this amazing person uh, uh, up there yeah going back to relationships and touch points now we flip the script and we're talking now about the audience you're building a relationship with the audience and with the podcast with all those pieces of content with the live q a now you're doing extra touch points with that same community. So you're doing touch points with the authority figure you're inviting to your podcast and you're doing, you're building that relationship and, you know, Ooh. getting touch points with the audience as well. I mean, hashtag mind blown. Yeah, it, it's, it's a win, win, win so situation. Whatever you see it, we, we've said it plenty of times. We have never, like, at least right now, the moment we haven't experienced a negative thing out of, creating content and having yeah. a, a show. So, Isar, let yeah. me... Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I, so, I love how you turned it back to relationships, right? At the end of the day, this is what it's all about. 
People are doing business with people. Yeah. All the marketing tricks and blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, long-term business is about long-term relationships and real relationship with real people. It's not about anything else. And, you know, shameless plug, warning, uh, we just launched a website and the website is bethestage.live, which makes sense. (laughs) and literally the, the name of the page, right? Before you turn it into a homepage, it needs to have a name. The name of the page is Building Business Relationships at Scale. That's the name of the page. That is now our homepage. So mm. it's really just about that. It's about how do you create an environment that enables you to nurture and grow relationships at scale. Everything else is an outcome of that. And I, you know, I'm the best proof of this. I started a podcast in January of this year having zero agenda, none, zero. I now sit on three different boards of different companies. I invested in a few different companies. I'm invited to speak in different places. I am starting an incredible business with an amazing partner. And all of this, a hundred percent of this happens because I'm working on building relationships not asking for anything. Like literally mm-hmm. when I went to that, to that conference in, in March, people were like, oh, how do you monetize your conference? <laughs> I'm like, can you, can you monetize? Can you monetize a podcast? I'm like, yeah, you can do this, this. So how are you going to monetize the podcast? I'm like, I'm not. I'm just enjoying, yeah, enjoying, <laughs> enjoying the, meeting the adventure. People. Yeah. But the back end of this just opens so many doors and generates mm-hmm. so many opportunities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's where the magic happens. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Stand innovation from the crowd. Thank you, thank you so much, guys. I, and I really, I, I really want to, you know, bring it home. And we have two more questions that we want to ask you. But for the audience, uh, like if you're listening right now, like just think about the possibilities. Just like the story that Fonsi said with this musician, right? Like bring it down. Maybe like you're not at a place where where you know your corporation can do it, or like you might not own a corporation, right? Like, but you can do this at a different scale. You know, we we're talking with with a friend of ours. Actually, he's not a friend; he's a cousin, right? That that he's thinking about acting. So your, co- your cousin is not our your cousin. Friend. No, our he's not cousin my friend. is not your friend. Nope, just the cousin. <laughs> just cousin. Sorry, Victor. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, is that? But uh, we're like ten days apart too, and we we look very similar. But I'm I'm tiny and ugly, and he's you know tall and handsome. So that's why he's an actor. Anyways, and he's not called Luis. That's I know, why I know. He, he, really exactly. <laughs> so, but he's like, we were having this conversation, and he's like, hey man, like I'm having a really hard time having conversations with like uh, the scriptwriters, like the producers, like, and I'm like, start a show, start a podcast about acting, about this thing. And you know what? Who's going to be your guest? Your guest is going to be the producers. Your guest is going to be the screenwriters. Your yeah. guest is going to be the directors of whatever. Because then you can talk about acting, which you guys are both passionate about, about different things. And then on the back end, you're going to have a conversation. It's like you're going to develop that relationship. And then you're going to have every single week, if you do three shows a week, you're going to have three very good opportunities to do it. So 150 opportunities a year to go out in one. You 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 could probably find one out of those, right? Absolutely. So uh, again, like bring it down. How can you apply this? And, uh, you know, get in contact with us. Send Isar uh, a quick message. Send us a quick message. You know, we do it on our own way as well. It's a little bit different than than what you guys do. And, and they both have wonderful, wonderful results. So I encourage you to 
try to take this lane and yeah. uh, it's, I, it's, go, it's, go visit uh, yeah. Isar's website be the stage dot live. live have a conversation with him we got it at the right yeah, time that, that was like be the stage dot live okay, okay no, I got it no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely don't hire me for your jingles <laughs> alright yeah. Isar so What's an action point other than that, you know, if people want to find out more, obviously be the stage live, but what's an action point for people trying to start, you know, their relationships at scale? What can they do today? So first of all, one more thing I have, I have my own podcast, right? That is the etribe.com. Yes. Uh, so it's the website and the, the, the podcast that is called the etribe. By the way, last week was an incredible, incredible, incredible uh, episode about this topic with the biz bro <laughs> we had a blast thank you thank you for having us yeah thank you for yeah, having yeah. Us. so i mean we did the conversation what like a month ago but or even more but the, yeah. but it went live last week uh but yeah there's a lot of information on the e-tribe on on how to do these things but i think in general and and people i think people biggest fear is just to be out there right that's just like well i don't know I, i'm not confident i i we all like without doing that first step, you don't make it to the second, to the tenth, and then to the one thousand. Yeah. Right. And and I was there this year. I went to Podfest as not having a freaking clue. I told you I got butchered <laughs> when my show was like evaluated by somebody who's worth something. Yeah. But consistency gets you there. And learn, yeah. learn, 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 learn. Like spend the time. And when you get to a certain level, start spending money. You can start for free for sure. I did most of my learning for free. But then you get to the point, you're like, okay, I'm ready for the next level. Yep. And even that's when you're saying, okay, I'm going to invest in myself and in my business. And the course is like $300. Go spend $300. Yeah. That yeah. could build you a future that could generate hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars a year. Yep. Spend the Absolutely. money. Yeah. And so I think invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to be out there. And... I don't know how many, you obviously know Pat Flynn because you mentioned him earlier, but Pat Flynn may be one of the most famous, uh, interesting, long-term lasting podcasters out there. And Pat Flynn, every now and then, plays his very first episode. Did you ever hear it? I actually uh, it's the funniest no, thing ever. Yeah, I have not, so I have Pat, Flynn's, Pat Flynn's first episode goes something like this. It's like, okay, there's this thing called podcast and I really want to do this and I don't have a clue what I'm going to talk about and I just bought a microphone, so this is me kind of like testing the microphone. I know I'm going to report a podcast, so I hope you guys will <laughs> listen. Like, there's zero content. Like, he doesn't it's talk nothing. about it. nothing. It's just but, but announcing. He, he literally released that into the world, right? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. And now he has that perspective of he's been through, I don't know how many shows and how much, like, he makes seven figures every year not from courses and whatever, just from affiliate things through his podcast. Yeah. And he gets to talk to anybody he wants on the planet. So he wouldn't be Pat Flynn without that first completely stupid episode. Yeah. Uh, so don't be afraid. The, the technology there is free. The tools are free or almost free. Yeah. Uh, and you can create amazing content. Just start, build a process, learn from other people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... We love that part of the message, which is you start because uh, we were there as well, right? We spent <laughs> literally years knowing that we had to publish, yet we didn't. We didn't do it because uh, we were yeah. afraid of, you know, being judged or trying to be perfection, uh, perfectionist. Which at the end of the day, it was just an excuse 
because we were just afraid of getting in front of the camera. And then we just decided, you know, we got to do it. If we want to move forward, we have to publish. We have to create content. You li- yeah. you hear it from all these extremely successful entrepreneurs. They're like, create content, publish, publish, publish. Well, guess what? We started doing it. And same as you, we started this <laughs> year as well, right? And and it has been life-changing, to say, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, guys, get on it. Like, publish frictionless. You know, what's... Uh, What's your minimum viable content, right? Like start there. And uh, and for a podcast, I mean, we told the story maybe once or twice. Our dad in in like in his like 70s with a phone, he's recording stories and he's publishing them into the world, right? Like it doesn't take much, right? You can get started like that. And then little by little, you can start improving on the quality. But this allows you to have conversations with the people that can make a change in your life, right? Like other than your family, obviously. You can bring your family into your show too. But, uh, you know, kind of like what I do with Fancy here. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Yeah. I bring you here. Yeah, it's all good. Here's <laughs> our last question, and probably our favorite question. Where will you be if you do not publish? Wow. Do you want the answer you want to hear or don't want to hear? I'll be on the beach oh, drinking oh. margaritas. That's the answer you don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, don't hear. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. No, no, no. I Listen, I, I wouldn't be anywhere. Like this... A hundred percent of what I'm doing today, again, including things that are quote unquote totally unrelated, right? Sitting on the boards of tech companies, but they wouldn't find me and I wouldn't find them unless I had the podcast. Yeah. And so I, a hundred percent of what I'm doing today to support my family comes from the fact that I started publishing content earlier this year. That's amazing. Wow. Oh, well, I was going to do this one. But yeah, that was also a going moment. Yeah, we, that was also a going moment. We need to relearn. We need to label the buttons. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, this makes it more fun. We don't really know what's happening. <laughs> it's like <laughs> random. Random. Uh, but yeah, that's amazing. Wow, Thank you for yes. sharing that, Isar. Yeah, and again, we do it. We do it for us. Like every time we listen to your answers, like we continue to publish, and it pushes you forward. And it's all about the consistency, getting out there, you know, building your audience, creating these amazing relationships on the back end, and then the sky's the limit, right? Like, we, mm-hmm. like who? Like I'm, I'm, I want to put a date on the second time that you come into the show in like a year because like that first guarantees that we're both gonna be you know, publishing a year from sure. now. And second, I am so interested to see, you know, where we will be like in a year from uh, now. If the progress had been such an amazing and incredible thing until now, uh, in a year, just just yeah. imagine, right? Like like Fonsi said, when he started thinking about publishing about five years ago, uh, you know, where will we be, you know, if we actually started then, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. start Fun- now. Funny enough, yesterday I was, you know, scrolling through Facebook and you know how Facebook gives you the, the memories And the memory of the first 45 live that we did, it was like episode four of the, of the very (laughs) first 45 live that we did popped up and I was like, Oh, let me watch it. And I was like, Oh man, like, (laughs) I was like, that's crazy. Like the, the change that you can see it in the voice and the tone, everything. Your, your beard was to your belly too. Yeah. My beard was way, way, way longer. No, no, I got to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Go do it. Dude, Isar, yeah. how can uh, I? I, I want to say ahead. one thing before yeah. uh, before you guys uh, kick me out. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are not working with the Biz Bros, as somebody oh. who is working with them, it's an incredible experience. So first of all, what you get is the top of the line service. But you know, we, we keep on talking about producing content. Your content needs to be seen. So you know, you you can record a podcast or have a live show or go live. If you don't have 
means to distribute it to where your audience is, I wouldn't say it's pointless, but it's not as effective. Mm, so yeah. what you guys are doing is absolutely incredible. I think both the quality as well as the relationship, right? It's just like, doesn't matter what happens. It's always fun working with you guys. So if you guys <laughs> are you. not doing this, go check this out. <laughs> go check out what they do. And, 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 and if you're into creating and repurposing content, that's the place to go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. It means I, a lot. I actually wanted to add this uh, to uh, the, the <laughs> comment before that. I, I almost it's like forgot. I wanted to add this to the question that was in like minute 20. Um, so, <laughs> so my brother rewind. said to, to bring you in like a year to see the progress, right? I mean, yes. That's for sure. That's for sure. But also we need to do a 2v2 with you on Pablo. I think that would be, Ooh, be fun. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. By the way, for those listening next week, Pablo or Pablo is coming, coming. Oh, uh, for the second time after like, I think it's like 90 episodes He's or the so. O- the He's only guest, first ep- first guest in the in Content the show. Profit show yeah. and the only guest that haven't gotten an epic intro. So we owe him. <laughs> Pressure's we need, on. We need to give him a cool intro. Yeah. So it's coming to the show. Let us know if we did a good job. Obviously with this one, we killed it because Isa <laughs> is here and he killed it. So he made us look very very good uh it's yeah. amazing epic, uh, epic jersey epic, you got going on yeah there. well accept that um anyways <laughs> hey sorry how can people find you uh how can like they learn more about you the business like connect with you have these amazing conversations where can they go uh so first of all i have the benefit that i'm the only isar matis on anywhere you go so if you look for isar i-s-a-r last name m-e-i-t-i-s on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever, you're, you're going to find me. So, uh, and I don't have a brother called Isar, so that helps. <laughs> I mean, to find, uh, to find oh, the right yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, I cannot <laughs> <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> uh, so that's one. Two, uh, the E-Tribe website. Uh, if you want to see just a podcast, and you can just look for the E-Tribe podcast or the E-Tribe forward slash podcast. You'll just find all the episodes over there and all the articles that I wrote that we mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, and uh, the new baby, which was literally born last night. Uh, the yes, <laughs> let's go. Be the stage dot live, which is going to be incredible. It already is. I mean, the crazy thing is we already, we already have live clients, as you kind of understand from this conversation, and we yes. did not have a website. Yep. So I, I need to thank you guys for kind of like <laughs> putting the a little backstory. <laughs> they asked me, oh, you can come either today or in two weeks and talk about your new uh, your your new uh, company, and I'm like, let's do it now because this will force me to finish the website. Because <laughs> I, I know another another one awesome. of those principles that we talk about, right? Like put that event forward that pulls you forward. So uh, incredible! Yeah. I'm glad it got done. We received it. We're gonna leave all the links right in the description. So just scroll down, put mm-hmm. it right there, click it, tap it, whatever you do, but just go, go. That's right. And I'm going to leave a hook for next episode when we bring you and Pablo together because I want to talk about how everybody wants to be the king, but it is more important to be a kingmaker. So if you guys are interested on, on, you know, getting to know more about that, just leave us a comment, drop us a DM, slide a DMs at this bros go or the E-Tribe and talk to Isar and, you know, be the stage 
dot live just go everywhere just go just, to just the go links and all the, just click all, all the, the links. links at the bottom and with that 20 tabs right? on top of your browser it's okay and with that being said <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning into the Content Profit podcast go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at bizbrosco that's right and if you find this episode impactful and I'm sure you did don't forget to share it and and leave a five star review see ya bye guys <laughs>